0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be the Lone Ranger, original air dates November 21st, 1938, and the title is The Blue Star Mine. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening.
1: horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and the hearty high-o silver. The Lone Ranger. The great natural resources of the western United States brought wealth to many of the early settlers, but their prosperity was only won at the price of hard work. There were other men who came to the early west who found the price too high. Outlaws and confidence men swarmed to the new territory, but in the masked rider of the plains they found an enemy who would give them no quarter. Astride his great horse, Silver, he fought crime and criminals through the length and breadth of seven states. And it was he more than any other man who brought law and order to the lawless frontier. Now return with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear when adventure lay at the end of every trail. The Lone Ranger rides again.
2: Come on, Silver! We're heading for the gold country! Fellows waiting in the trail ahead! Kyle Silver!
1: As our story opens, two men, both dressed like Easterners, are sitting at a table in the cafe at Kimberly and... Uh... I tell you, Ransom, we should call on Mr. Faber tonight. This late? you realize what time it is?
3: I realize this deal is too important to take chances.
1: Ah, uh, what's the harm in waiting? Get Faber out of bed now to talk business, he'd probably be so mad you'd spoil everything.
3: There's
1: $50,000 at stake. It won't run away, Bennett.
3: No? What if Faber learns what his mind is worth?
1: You think he'll sell for what we've been authorized to offer? How's he going to find out overnight? Well, I don't (laughs) know. Bennett, you're too nervous. Forget about it. The blue star will still be worth as much in the morning as it is now. And Faber will still be glad to sell out for $10,000. This thing has got me nervous.
3: I'd hate to think of what the home office would have to say if the deal didn't go through. (laughs)
1: They'd fire us so fast we wouldn't know what struck (laughs) us. Yeah, But I'm not going to let it bother me. Here, drink up and calm down. Don't take things so seriously. I suppose I shouldn't. Well, here's to success. I'll join you, in that. Ah, there. That helped. Lanson, just how did the company get on with Old Charlie Phelps tipped them off. The mining engineers? The best man to locate ore I ever heard of. The company sent him out this way to look over some of these abandoned mines in the quiet. He located several properties worth looking into. But he said the blue star is the best of the lot and an absolutely sure thing. And Faber thinks it's played out. He hasn't an idea it's worth a penny. When Charlie investigated, he didn't bother with the main shaft at all. That old fellow's got an eye like an eagle and a brain to go with it. From the lay of the land, he saw where the vein might have cut off at right angles. How would he know that? Well, oh, something about rock formations and such. Stuff too deep for me. But anyhow, he took his pick on some blasting powder... Went into a tunnel that had been started from the side of the hill before the main shaft was opened. And there's where he found the gold. More than there was in a vein, Faber thought it played out. But
3: if Faber is investigated for himself...
1: <laughs> it isn't likely. They say he hasn't been near that property for months. And Charlie was slick enough to cover up anything that'd show he'd been there. Uh, I don't know, Ransom. I've got a queer feeling about this thing. As though it isn't safe waiting. (laughs) Bad again? But if you'll promise me we'll call on Faber first thing in the morning. I give you my word. We'll be sitting on the porch when he gets up. Now forget about it. Have another drink. Bartender. Bartender. Two more of the same. this table. Golly. Ten thousand dollars. And for the old blue star.
3: Hey, Barkeep. Hold on a second.
1: (laughs) Want something to
3: hang? You bet I want something by the eternal, I'm going to get it. Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> Never mind, Barkeep. That's a secret.
1: Here's for the drinks I have. <laughs> maybe I'll be in tomorrow and tell you about it.
3: Hey, <laughs> this is a double eagle you give me. Hey, wait for your change. Keep it for yourself, Barkeep. It won't be long, and so I'll be having plenty more of
2: them. What do you want? Good night. Too
1: late to call on paper, is this? <laughs> well, when morning comes, maybe some slick Easterners will find out
3: what too late really is. I'll stand still there you're carrying me to Carl Faber's place as fast as them spavin' legs of yours will get us there.
1: I get along with you. Get up. Get up there. It was nearly noon the next day when Hank Dobbins arrived at the abandoned Blue Star Mine and reined in his horse before the side tunnel. Ended. Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh boy. Oh. So this is where Charlie Phelps was digging around. Hmm. Well, I'll bet he didn't cover up so as I won't find that vein. What the... Two horses. Gosh, what horses they are. Must be somebody camped inside. Well, I'll blame soon find out. Where would I get my pick? Hand still, blast you! There we are. Now, if there's anybody in there, I'll soon show them whose property they're trespassing on. Oh, this doggone tunnel's so low, got a has got to scoop to get inside. Huh. Somebody there, all right some candles right? Hey there. Whoever you are in there, your candle's property belonging to me. Is this your mine? Sure is. And if you're outlawed, I got a pick in one hand and a shoot nine in the other. Well, you not outlawed, Carol. you call me, Carl, sir? Doesn't Carol favor own this mine? Not anymore, I don't. I... Not outlawed, huh? But you're mad. There's an Indian with you. Me, do I got you covered. Put down your gun. We're not going to harm you. Oh, no, you don't. I ain't being talked into nothing. Hice your hand, both of you. I said, put down your gun. And I said to raise your hand. Now, if you're... Don't gun... take that. Wait, wait, go. You, you get hurt? No, Kimotabi. Mean. The gun was pointed in the air. Right, you... It was your own fault. You wouldn't believe me when I told you we weren't outlaws You're a mask. Never mind that. Well, anyhow, I ain't got nothing on me for you to steal. And I reckon what ore you fellas could pack away wouldn't amount to much. Ore? What ore? I ain't saying. But it's clear enough what you meant. Wait a minute. I didn't recognize you at first. As you, Hank Dobbins. And what if I am? I thought you were a rancher. What are you speculating in mines for? Speculating? <laughs> that's what you think. You said you bought this mine. I bought it last night. I called out of bed, brought up the papers, and the cash is to be paid today. That's all that speculation. Buying a mine has been worked out. Say, just who are you? Why? Well, you're a master and all, but I never heard a crook talk like you before. And you ain't looked to see if I had cash on me. I told you, we're not outlaws. Who I am doesn't matter. You're dead wrong if you think I didn't savvy what I was doing when I bought this place. Yes. This mine ain't worth no less than fifty thousand dollars, and I got the word of Charlie Phelps to prove it. Phelps told you that? Just the same as? I don't understand. I've been in this mine several times and haven't seen any indication of gold. No one in the west knows more about mines than Charlie Phelps. He told you that he must have had something to go on. What did you see? Well, I uh, I didn't see him exactly. Oh. No? But I got it from some
3: fellows that knew about the report he made on the mine. There.
1: Give me that pick. Well, what are you doing? I'm going to show you something. This is the end of the shaft right here. If anyone had found more gold here, there would have to be some sign that they'd been looking for it. But look again. Except for the marks I just made, this shaft hasn't been touched for months. Everything shows signs of weathering. But, but they said Charlie blasted it and covered it up. You can see for yourself that isn't possible. I was in the main shaft this morning. You can take my word for it. There's nothing there either.
3: But, but they said that... I told
1: you about Charlie's report. Well, they, they didn't tell me exactly. No? I sort of overheard them. You overheard two men talking about this mine, and they said Charlie Phelps claimed it was worth 50000 Oh, that's about the size of it. What did those men look like? Well, they was Easterners. One was kind of tall, with a mustache and a hooked nose, and the other was tall, too, but real heavy, and huge. You've fallen for one of the oldest confidence games there is. Huh? Those men were Slick Allen and Tinhorn Taylor. They've tried this game all over the West. They served prison sentences twice for it already. But they called themselves ransom and Bennett. Assume names. much well, did you pay for this mine? $3,000 was the price agreed on.
3: But I ain't paid it over yet. And if what you told me is true, then I ain't gonna.
1: Faber, of course, was working with them. But why didn't you investigate first before making the agreement? On well, the way
3: they talked, I didn't figure I had time. That's part of the game, too. Well, stranger, I'm heading for town. i am seeing the sheriff about this, and if there's any way to do a favor and them crooks, I'm going but, to be no.
1: Mm-hmm. Plenty man. I haven't too much sympathy for him, was Plain that he thought he was putting something over himself when he bought this place. Uh, but him not pay cash. Him find out in time. I've an to you, He will pay. I doubt that anybody will be arrested unless we take a hand. What you told me, Hank.
3: That's just what happened, Sheriff.
1: Everybody knows Carl ain't to be trusted. This ain't the first time he's tried to sell that worthless mine of his'n. Carl's been mixed up in a lot of funny deals. The Sheriff get the truth out of him. You bet I will. Here we are. You inside, Carl?
3: Just a second. Hey, howdy, Sheriff. Hey, what's all the crowd for? You back too, Hank? And back for a showdown.
1: Huh? We'll talk this over inside. Here, Sheriff. I'd like to know what this is all about. Hank's got a complaint to make. It's a mighty serious one, too. Yeah?
3: You sold me that blue star mine of yours. Leastways you tried to sell it to me.
1: Tried to? I did. I got the papers here to prove it. Gosh, he admits it. Does he think he can get away with a stud like this? And he's got more jumps than I give him credit for. You're admitting you sold
3: Hank the mine? For three thousand dollars. Hank's to pay it today.
1: Then I guess there's nothing
3: left to do but jail you. Jail me? What for? For Swindon, that's what. You're a loco. You just admitted it. You did? I admitted I sold Hank to mine. I never admitted I cheated him. It's one and the same thing. Oh, gone it, Sheriff. Ain't there no justice to be had in this town? You can't jail me without giving a reason. Hank says there was a couple of strangers in town last night that pretended to be Easterners. Hmm? What about them? Now, don't pretend they wasn't in town, Carl, because I was tending bar in the cafe when they was there and seen them myself. And right after Hank left, they rode away. Why would I say they wasn't in town when I don't even savvy what you're talking about? They was your friends. It was them that tricked me into thinking your mind was worth something. Hank, why don't you confess you haven't told the half of it? When you came here last night, I told you right out you was a fool to buy the Blue Star. You said that to Hank? I did, but he wouldn't listen. I thought it was mighty funny him rousing me out of bed way to buy a worthless mine. I didn't want to be bothered, but he wouldn't pay no attention. I named 3000 as the price just to get rid of him. When he took me up on it, I was the most surprised man in the county. Well, if what you say is so... It is so. Ask thee their Hank was so all fine anxious to get my mind, he made them come over and witness the deal we made. Fellas,
1: is Carl telling the truth? That's the way
3: it was, Sheriff. Hmm. What you got to say, Hank? All I got to say is Carl tricked me, even if I can't prove it. Just hold on. Seems to me, Hank, you was the one that was trying to do the swindling, coming here trying to take advantage of my ignorance. You never told me that you thought the blue star was worth so blame much. Well, Hank, uh... you just wasted my time. But gosh, Sheriff, Come on, I... let's get back to cafe. Not, Not so fast. fast. Huh? I aim to know if Hank's going to keep his bargain with me. Pay you that cash? I'll be a ringtail snorting maverick if I will. Pay you 3000 for nothing after you tricking me? What do you take me for? I take you for a polecat whose word ain't no good. Why, you... Both of
1: you shut up.
3: You won't make me shut up, Sheriff. I got Hank's signature here on the deal we made last night. He's to pay me three thousand dollars for the blue star. Oh,
1: sheriff!
3: Tell him he can't do that. Go on, tell him.
1: I'm sorry, Hank. You mean Carl's got a case against you, all right? It be for the court to decide, not me. But it
3: might go hard for you. I get tricked. I get cheated out of three thousand hard cash, and then on top of that, I can be sued for being tricked. If that's justice, then I'm a sheepherder. Don't blame me. I am gonna like... pay your
2: you?
3: I guess I'll have to. But Carl, you'll get yours yet. You just wait and see. You'll get yours and you'll get a plenty.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. Hank Dobbins was forced to pay the money his bargain called for in spite of the fact that he knew he had been swindled. Our next scene opens just outside town where the masked man and Tonto have halted their horses under cover of a grove of trees. It went just as I thought it would, Tonto. Hmm? Hank wanted to get rich quick. Like many others, he was so greedy for a big profit, he risked his money and then investigated. Tonto, no other feller do that. Hank's not the only one by any means. And it's not going to be easy for Hank to get his money back. Mm, that'd be plenty hard. Slick Allen and Tinhorn Taylor, of course, are a long way from here by now. Nobody knows where they went. Mm. And without them, Carl's trickery can't be proved. But you've got plan. I have, Tato. But you'll have to get that information I spoke about first. Hunt will get it. and you'd better return to town right away. I'll go back to the mine and move the things to a safer place. We may camp near the marsh. There's plenty of cover there. Ah. You'll be able to find me by reading my trail. Now wait in camp until you've learned what I want to know. Tonto, maybe come back soon. Maybe long time. But you wait. Right. Now get going, Tonto. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. The Indian, returning to town, shadowed Carl Faber wherever he went. He saw Carl receive the money Hank indignantly paid him. He was watching when Faber retired that night, and again when Carl rose in the morning and left his house. It was several hours later that Tonto arrived at the masked man's new camp and.
2: Oh, Scout, oh! You found old scout, oh, Rabbit?
1: Huh? It's on stage, leave town one hour now. What name did Carl use? Him sent a feller named Bennett. Good. Here, Silver. Hello. you stay in camp for a while and rest. Uh-huh. Then, as soon as you've slept, get back to town and keep on watching Carl. How to do that? When i finished, I'll join you. Me yes. not rest long. <laughs> you get back quick. Perhaps that would be best, Kimasabe. I'll see you again in about four or five hours. Uh-huh. Come on, Silver. stage leaving Kimberly for Westwood was pounding and jolting over the trail when suddenly the guard grasped the arm of the driver and pointed across the plain,
2: saying, Milt, look over yonder. You, you see something? Looks to me like trouble. You see the fellow on the white horse riding ahead of us uh, off? Gosh, yes. Whip up your horses. Maybe this isn't a hold up. But when you ain't sure of strangers, the thing to do is get away from them. I'll whip them up. <laughs> Kill him, Blackie. Lay into that harness, Zero. Get moving. Make tracks, you critters. By heavens, Mel, it is trouble. Yeah? That hombre's mad. We're not gonna pull away from him either. Mel, just look at that white horse stretch out. He don't hardly bother to touch the ground. They'll meet us, all right. Get your rifle ready. I've got it. Get up. Blast it, get going we might just as well be tied up to a hitch-rack for all the this is doing it. I ain't worried as long as there's just one of him. Stop that stage! What, what's he yelling? He said to stop the stage. Yeah, like fun we will. Get up! Get along with you! Come on, get over. I'll draw a bead on him. See if you can't drill him. Yeah, I never even come close. How's a fellow to aim with this stage bouncing around the way it is? Pull up those horses! Get away from us! Get up! Get up! Go where I'll fire again. Don't raise that rifle! I'll show you. Take this, you. Ah! What happened? You wounded my him. rifle. He smashed my rifle. I'll throw up those horses. i by a plain strike. Get up! Get up there! And i of the for you. Come on, on, Paul. He's grabbed the harness. Get up! Get along with you. Pull back. Over. Get up! Get up, Blanca! Ah, oh, that talk on horse slowed down the whole team. You low down truck? Uh, you'll do what I tell you. You can't do the mail sack under your feet, guard. Throw it down. I'll do not nothing of the kind. Quick! That for the warning. Yeah. The next won't make it. You, you better do like he says, Al. I guess. Uh, here you are. But you'll pay for this. Well, you've got the mail. There's nothing else on the stage to steal. Now can we drive on? There's only one thing here I want. But we ain't got Wait. No... you can take the rest with you. What in blazes are you after? That's my business. But I can tell you this, this isn't a robbery. You expect us to believe that? I don't care whether you do or not. Here it is. Now catch the mail sack and get going. I got it. On your way. Come on, Milt. When I get to Westwood, we'll report this to the law. Get up! Get up, hero! Up with your blackies! I'll
1: With a package in his possession, the Lone Ranger raced back to town. There, timing his arrival so that he reached Kimberly after dark, he rode to the sheriff's office. Oh,
2: Silver. Oh, Silver. Wait for me, boy. Hey, what is it? Sheriff, take me. Ah. I've got something to tell you and you would listen. i keep your hand away from that holster, Sheriff. Why, are you? What do you want? First of all, that package there. Keep it safely. But that's me. I'll explain. You'd better put... You come quick. Tonto, how did you find me? Missy Silver, you come. All right, Tonto. What in the is this? Who's that redskin? What's this package for? Hey, wait. Put that package away and don't let anybody see it. I'll be back later to explain. But you... Do as I say.
1: What is it, you kill us, You think I'll get ready to leave town. To leave town? I didn't expect that. In packed close. and we've got to stop him. Steady, Silver, you...
2: You hurry. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. He not won't follow him without you no. Know. We won't follow him, son. What we do, we'll give him some orders, and then we'll see that they're obeyed. Uh-huh. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. me outlaw, friend. No, I don't think he planned to meet Slick and Horn. had he wouldn't have sent that package. He must have had another reason for wanting to leave. Here, out. outlaw, show. Over, over. Who's there? What do you no, want? There.
3: Come on, how Outlaws. Where did you think you were going? What's it to you? How do you know I plan to go anyways?
1: Sutter, so are you packing up? What if I was? Just this. You're not leaving town. You're staying right here. But I tell you... If you make another attempt to get away, I'll stop you again. But the
3: folks in town, they, they all figure I cheated Hank Dobbins. I've got to get away till things quiet down. Oh, so
1: that's
2: it.
3: They've been talking, making threats. There's no telling what they'll do.
2: You're staying here anyhow. No, I- you can't make me. I'll... Go- I'll make you two promises, Carl. Now, keep them both. Promises?
1: The first is that no one in town will bother you. I tell you, what. The second I- is that the next time you try to leave town... We'll be here to stop you. Wait, wait, let me get back inside. That takes him. Now, to keep an eye on him. Going back to talk to the sheriff again. And when I return, we'll take turns guarding this place. More than a week went by, and a dozen times Carl Faber tried to escape. But each time he discovered that either the masked man or Tonto was on hand to prevent it. We see him now on the evening of the tenth day as he peers through the window that looks out on the street. Too dark
3: to see him even if they was around. Blast him! It's enough to drive a fellow loco. Who knows where they are, what they're up to? If I could just get a clean shot at one of them and. What's that? The back door. The Redskin or the mask, man? I'll show him. The gun. There. Just one shot. Who's there? Open up. Take the Redskins' voice or the mask, hombres. Who are you and what are you? You oh. double-crossed,
2: drunk slick. And here's Tin I'll take that gun. <laughs> You are looking for us, huh? Waiting to drill us, is that it? What's the matter? What are you fellas doing here? As though you don't know. Hold out our share of the cash you got and then pretend you don't savvy why we come back. That's not so. We've been I waiting could... over a week for that cash you promised to send. And not a sign of it. You figured we'd be scared to come back here to claim it, didn't you? Well, this should prove but, different. I sent you the cash. Honest
3: I did. I sent it the next day. It went out by stage. Save your lion
2: for someone that'll believe you. But
3: you gotta believe me. You'll meet us
2: with a gun in your hand.
3: Uh, I can't figure this out. I you don't you. need to. All
2: you've got to do is hand over that cash. And this time, we'll take all of it. Wait, I... You heard us. The cash, quick. Where well, you got here. Oh,
3: please, wait, listen. There's something wrong about this. I
2: suppose now you'll say that Hank didn't fall for our scheme. You think we didn't hear about him buying your mine for
3: $3,000? The news got around all right. Hank fell for it. Sure he did. I ain't claiming he didn't. I already told you I sent the cash.
2: <laughs> it must have slipped your mind.
3: There's only the 1000 here I kept for myself. I can show you. Here, it's in my desk, hey, I went What's
2: the matter? That window... There's someone outside. What? The mask, fella. What
1: mask, fella? The fella that... Not just the mask man,
2: you crooks. The law's here, too. Come on in, fella. Hey, hey, you did this, Carl. Carl's not to blame. You trapped yourself. What? Is... Slick.
1: Carl sent you the money, all right. But the mask man got it back and give it to me. There, I told you. We knew you'd be coming back to find out why you hadn't got your share. And you cooks not only come back... But you said enough in our hearing to send you to jail for a good long time. Slick, run for it. Take
3: one step and you'll stop lid. And I'm just itching to pull this trigger finger. Because. But you fellas ain't got nothing on me. I can't help what they done. I just. You're in just as bad as anybody else, Carl. So stop your yelling. Right. And give me back the rest of my cash. I got the 2000 the masked fellow gave the sheriff, and now I aim to have the 1000 you got. Fitch in that desk. Yeah, it
1: better be. I heard Carl say it was when I was uh, listening outside. But, Hank, now you've got your cash back, you'd better take some advice. Huh? Like the masked man said, the next time you figure you're going to get easy cash by making a fool out of some fella, be blame sure he ain't making a fool out of you instead.
2: Uh-huh. I'll kill- Please hold up the action. We've got to hurry. I'll kill my hounds.